0: Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mallito Minute. Today we're going to talk about this principle in psychology called cognitive dissonance. And what cognitive dissonance is, is this, uh, mind state that makes us feel uncomfortable. And the reason why is because there is this dissonance, there's this difference between how we see ourselves and what is actually happening. So, you know, it's a very real thing and it makes us uneasy. Now, cognitive dissonance has two ways that it could work. Again, just to paraphrase what it is, It's when our self-image and what's actually happening, those two things are wildly different and they don't make sense to us. So we sit there scratching our heads and we're confused about it. There's two ways it could work. Obviously, way number one is my self-image is way ahead of what's currently happening. So my self-image is healthy, it's robust, but then what i'm seeing in terms of my performance what i'm seeing in terms of my results or whatever that happens to be my progress towards my goals it's not making sense it's not working out for whatever reason and that could cause me to be to become uneasy but what i want to focus on for this podcast episode is the other side of how cognitive dissonance can work which quite frankly is usually how it works and it's the fact that our self image is not healthy and robust enough. And then, as we continue to put in the work, as we continue to plug into our process, as we continue to make progress, all of a sudden we arrive at this place where we perform at a certain level and we almost can't accept it it doesn't seem real to us. It doesn't jive with us. It makes us feel uncomfortable. It makes us feel uneasy. Now, why is that? The answer is because we neglected to do work on our self-image. You see, folks, we, we should always stay ahead of ourselves. And what I mean by that is wherever you currently are, wherever your feet are, whatever it is that you are able to do, whatever level it is that you can perform at, wherever you happen to be on the way to achieving your goals, you've got to make sure that you project a self-image into the future and give yourself something to, something to chase after, something to get excited about achieving. Remember, yesterday I talked about the desire to succeed motivating us. That self-image in the future that we haven't yet achieved, we haven't yet accomplished that version of ourselves. We need to make sure that that's ahead of us. We need to make sure that our performances don't run up on the self-image and then and then surpass our self-image. So then all of a sudden, I look, I know that this is going to sound weird, but maybe some of you have experienced this all of a sudden you achieve something, you perform at a certain level, and then you become surprised that you were able to do that. That's the number one kind of giveaway, I guess, or, you know, clue that our self-image wasn't healthy enough. But then what happens as a result of that is we begin to question that particular performance. Am I a one hit wonder? Did I get lucky? when am I gonna return back to earth and begin performing like I did before this performance, right, when is my luck gonna run out? You know, it's a ticking time bomb, like when will I return back? So it obviously doesn't become the standard for your performance. Sometimes you're able to recognize that this is what you've done and you're able to correct the ship before it starts sinking and you're able to say, whoa, wait a minute, hey, um, I I just performed at this level I wasn't ready to mentally, like I wasn't ready to accept this, but now that I'm here, I need to be careful. I need to quickly reconstruct my self-image and then, and then cast my self-image to a future self, right? A future version of myself. Because if not, I know that I'm not going to uphold this level of performance consistently and I'm going to sink back to whatever my self-image is. But sometimes we don't catch that. Sometimes we're not self-aware to realize that that's what we've done. And unfortunately, what ends up happening is the the self-fulfilling prophecy, we do become a one-hit wonder. We did perform that one time and we can talk about that, but yet we've unfortunately become very frustrated because we don't know why we can't get back to that level. So what I'm proposing is to make sure that we do the work on our self-image and just check in every once in a while with our self-image and say, is it far enough up the road to where I don't all of a sudden perform at a level that surpasses my self-image? Because there's a quote out there or a principle out there that says that you cannot outperform your self-image. I believe that to be true for the most part, but it can happen that we can outperform it. Um, I like to think of this because I don't think there are absolutes. So I like to think of this as if you were to just put a scatter plot out there, then you would find that maybe you would get some performances that were underneath your self image where you underperformed in relation to your self image, but then there are going to be performances where you overperform in relation to your self image. But for the most part, wherever that self image is, you're gonna find most of the dots on that scatter plot are gonna be around that self image, around that projected self image that you have for yourself. So at the same time, that this principle that I just threw out, that you can't outperform your self image, is true for the most part, given the scatter plot, again, where those dots are gonna fall. The same is true for underperforming against your self image. And you can't do that for very long either, again, because if the graph works, if the scatter plot works in, in favor of bringing performances down to our self-image when we outperform them, then obviously it also has to work in our favor when it comes to underperforming and knowing that at some point I'm going to get closer to that self-image. So can we understand the importance of our self-image and can we see the role that it plays in performance here? Can we begin to see this principle of cognitive dissonance and see some places where it has crept in to our mind space and where we can begin challenging why is it that I'm feeling that cognitive dissonance and trace that back to our self-image, the things that we believe about ourselves to be true or not true, skills that we feel that we can or cannot execute, so on and so forth. And just really drill down deep into that. Because again, what will happen if you camp out on a healthy, robust self-image that is down the road from where you currently are, you will find that you will begin inching your way maybe. Maybe it's slow. Maybe it's going to take a long time. Welcome to the journey. Welcome to mastery. But you will find yourself making progress towards that self-image. Slowly, albeit, but surely. So let's capture this principle of cognitive dissonance. Let's think about areas where we've been a victim to cognitive dissonance and let's fix it. Let's work on a good, healthy, robust self-image that won't be surpassed by a performance so that we can perform at that level consistently. All right, folks, there it is. Short and sweet today, sub 10-minute episode. There's what you got for yourself on a Thursday. Thank you guys so much for listening. And y'all already know, we'll do this again. Until next time.